0: Always great having him on the monthly spot, uh, talking the fine president and CEO of one of the great companies, uh, ladies and gentlemen, here on Long Island, H2M Architects and Engineers, and their 90th anniversary. That's right, 90 uh, as far as uh, being in business. Uh, incredible. We say a very good morning and a happy new year to my friend. I haven't spoken to you uh, since. I hope you are doing well, and uh, quite a feat here of 90
1: years. <laughs>
0: With his company, I tell you, it's unbelievable Good to have you yeah.
1: Well, first of all, Happy New Year, Jay Good to hear um, 90 years, yeah, we, we've got uh, And before you ask, no I didn't start here 90 years ago Because I know it's coming from you uh, But everything's good, looking forward to uh, An exciting And optimistic 2023 um, Hopefully you had a, a good new year And you got a nice similar outlook For this year for yourself
0: yeah, no, it's all good. You know, all is good. Uh, you know, watching, uh, love, love the football. You know, my Giants absolutely stink. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 listen, I don't give them a pass. You and I, you know, you love your Jets. I love my Giants but I don't give them a pass at all. For when I saw Saturday night, I'm sorry, that was uh, that was disgusting. Uh, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um,
1: that was a beat down. Jay. That was a beat down. It really was.
0: It's like, can you show up? Can you play a game? You've played them twice already. It's not like they've never seen the Eagles. Come on. Can you can you prepare for the Eagles? I mean, I love Brian what He's on with his team. Don't get me wrong. But, man, I just, it's a bad taste. What can I tell you? It's a bad taste. But that's <laughs> yeah, a whole other story. You know what I'm talking about with your Jets I and did. everything else going I on did. there. But uh, I tell you, 90 years old, my friend. I mean, uh, that's that's incredible. What what do you credit the longevity? Obviously, you know, you're there for the last – how long are you there now as far as taking the reins? Well,
1: I'm here for 35 years, and I took the reins uh, a little over a decade ago.
0: What do you credit the longevity here? Now, you know, listen, passing the baton and everything else, you still have to kind of keep up the operations and everything else, but what do you credit such
1: longevity with this firm? Yeah. Uh, You know, I I spent a bunch of time in advance of, you know, doing a lot of, um, you know, kind of promotion of of 90 years here and, and looked at the history and read some stuff. And I think, you know, fundamentally the company's always been, you know, grounded on doing, you know, really high-quality engineering and architectural work. Um, really committed to client service. I mean, we have one of one of our current clients started uh, with us in, in 1935. So our oldest client is with us for 88 years. And then one of our, our best clients today, great relationship with, with, with them. And, you know, moreover, I think when you're committed to, to, to doing what's right, and doing what's right is, is subjective to individual people, but for us, it's making sure that our, our, our work is, is quality work, making sure our clients are okay, making sure we're committed to our communities and, and helping not only them grow, but in turn, that helps the company grow, committed to our people. So, yeah, you know, I, I, it's, it's almost as if if you're doing the right thing, you get to look back retrospectively and see how you got to where you are. But um, I, I don't, I don't think I think it's as much part of our culture today, you know. Uh, and and I don't see it changing really much at all. What got us here?
0: That's great stuff. It really is. So you're pretty optimistic as far as uh, 2023. Uh, I understand there's some new hires on board here. There's some promotions in store, uh, mentorships, internships. You guys are the king of that stuff. But it sounds like uh, you're getting ready for a pretty good 23.
1: Yeah, we we, we finished up um, expanding our, our water wastewater practice in New Jersey. Uh, you know, we'll be shortly announcing um, a nice acquisition we did of a really high quality specialized firm, and uh, it's really going to allow us to do. Uh, a lot more of what we do really well in in more places for more communities. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I I really believe in you know you and I have talked you know really over the last couple of years that uh, you know how the economy was was impacted by the pandemic has as it, it's really it's, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. And you think you see good signs, and then you don't realize. Uh, you know the, the effect of, of what you thought were going to be some, some positive movements. but um, there's no doubt that going into this year, uh, we're, we're as optimistic as we've been since 2019 in, in my opinion. Um, and you know when, <laughs> I, when I sit with my HR team, you know our, our goal this year is to be a uh, uh, net of 90 employees in, in all of our offices. Um, expanding ourselves more. You know, we have a Florida presence. We've been there for a year. Uh, a lot of opportunity for us there, uh, continuing to grow in the Northeast. So if um, in, in in the bigger scheme of things, I'm hoping that the pandemic is just going to be uh, uh, a road bump in, you know, what, what's going to be a, a continued, you know, drive for us to, to, to grow as an organization. Brilliant gone through it in incredible
0: fashion because you know you and I spoke all during and you know people working out of the office and everything else you still have to maintain right you still do and you did that uh and now you've got a bunch of new hires this month we always talk about you guys you know do that year round you know you go to the website you look on the website we talk about professionals in the field college grads and everything else but 14 uh new hires alone uh, this month, uh, that that is uh, I- incredible. Is it, are they mainly uh, you know college graduates? Rich? Are they uh, from you know obviously in the field as far as having a presence years past?
1: Yeah, yeah, all, all of the above. We, um, you know, students that were were graduating in December, so we're bringing them in in, in January, and uh, a number of them had interned with us over the years. You and I have talked a lot about our internship program here and that's always a great opportunity for us to get to see potential full-time candidates and and they get to see us so when you've got this this prolonged relationship with a potential employee uh, that's the the best recipe in, in my mind um to, to have people come in who can really you know hit the ground running continue to contribute more when they when they come here full time and, and i was i was. Uh, I was so excited. I mean, January's not even over yet. Uh, I've got a bunch of new people starting today uh, and, you know, if, if we could hire 20 people in the first month of the year, uh, I, it would be such a a refreshing sign for us because that's how I felt before the pandemic that um, it, we were doing a great job of bringing in some, some very talented people and then um, it was kind of, you know, up and down. So we went through a couple of years of up and down and uh, you know, this would be a, a fabulous start for us in 2023. Um, so I'm 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 very excited about that. Honestly,
0: the fact that you guys really invest in your people, and from what I was reading, you know, promotions and everything else, I think about 80 or so. Um, but that's a great thing to really kind of believe uh, in your personnel and rewarding them. You know, for for the hard work and everything else, and you guys do a great job with that.
1: I, I pre- yeah, I, I think that um, <laughs> the um, one of the things that that we started doing about a year ago is um, you know look for potential in people. You know, all, often companies uh, before they'll promote somebody, they'll want to make sure that they are checking every box you need to check to get from. You know, one position to another position. And what we're finding was that, uh, you know, it's still a competitive marketplace. There's no doubt. And, and we know that. And we need to continue to up our game and and do what we can to be a, a, a first in class company for people to work for. Um, but there are opportunities out there for sure. And it's, it's so much easier today to get to people and to be able to um, try to entice somebody to leave where they are and, and go someplace else and one of the things that we saw in the last couple of years were, you know, people that were taking opportunities in what you would call, you know, stretch positions so that um, if they're a, uh, a, a project engineer one here, they potentially could go and get a project engineer two position someplace else because the someplace else need engineers and, and they're willing to, uh, you know, take a, a little bit of a risk. And for us, what we did was we, uh, you know, anticipated that we're proactive and people that were already demonstrating, uh, you know, some, some, some really good skills and, and taking on some more responsibility. Uh, you know, we, we stretched them up, uh, and, and promoted them. Uh, and as part of that told them, we're going to support you and continue to develop you. So there are going to be some things that you're now responsible for that maybe you haven't yet, um, you really develop the, the the keen skills you're gonna to need to be able to be successful there, but we're gonna support you that way. And it, it it's it's all hand in glove with our our learning and development program here. You know, I I know I've talked with you about those folks. They do a, a fantastic job identifying where the opportunity areas are for our people to be able to to grow. Um, so I, I'm I'm hopeful that a lot of the investing we're doing in in our people and, and putting them in in some greater positions to, to contribute more is is going to be another driver for the company.
0: And of course, it's magnified as far as the mentorship program, where I read you guys just finished your second uh, cohort of 32 mentees, 25 mentors. I mean, that says a lot right there.
1: Great program. Real, really great program. What, what we, what we, you know, sometimes when you, when you take a look at uh, mentoring people, you identify people's needs and, uh, you know, you try to pair them up with, well, I'll say at least we've done this in the past, try to pair them up with somebody who could help them fill some of the gaps they have. And it's very hit or miss. So what we've done now is uh, we've essentially established an application program where if you're interested in mentoring, and and you know, I had two mentors uh, this past session. Both people who have been with us for for you know ten or twelve years are now in management positions. Are now managing people are are taking on some client responsibilities. And in their application process, they requested to be mentored by me uh, so that they could understand when I was in their position, what were the things that I did in order to. Build value in myself and and contribute more to the company, and um, it's it's so successful. It's been such a successful program that you know anybody who, if there was a staff of a person who was interested in understanding how to network themselves better, they could have partnered with somebody in our in our marketing group. So you could have had an architect mentored by somebody who's a, a lead marketing person. So you would never put those two people together normally um but you give people the opportunity to uh, really identify for themselves what they're looking for in a mentorship program and let them seek it out uh, and then support them that way. It, it's, it's been great. Uh, the graduation was great we tell stories about the experiences and um, if nothing else, the relationships that people built here with people that they normally would never interact with I, I think is uh, you know it's, it's, it's significant to, um to find
0: the culture here that's that's great stuff it really is i mean that really says a lot and especially you know when you get individuals early on like high school age and everything else and i understand uh you had a lot of students freeport Uniondale, dell uh come to the company and they hear about a day in the life of you know the employees whether it be the architects engineers scientists and really, uh, setting a tone there for those young folks.
1: Yeah, we we to uh, you know it's it, it's hard uh, getting yourself into a place with some of the school districts to really access students and and expose them to what it could be like if they wanted to pursue a career in what we do. Um, I, I think essentially because you know the school districts have curriculums, they have their own programs in place. And, you know, for us to insert ourselves is, um, you know, it takes some some persistence to do it. But in places where we have, and you named a few, being able to, uh, you know, show these kids that are, are really at a point where uh, they are starting to think about what their future is going to look like, hopefully, and they might not even consider what we do. But there are so many avenues that our company can support um, what the – the future talent pool of the AE industry is going to be, and if we could excite some students that are in ninth, tenth, eleventh grade to pursue careers in in what we do, it it really helps us, uh, you know, kind of continue the farm system. Uh, and and then, as you know, we we support them uh, with with internships when they're going to college, and and I would expect that. Um, you know, this summer will probably be our biggest internship program. Uh, in the past, we've brought in upwards of 50 interns I could see us doing at least that uh, in, in 2023. So really a, a a continuation of making sure that you know, we've got a, a healthy transition of um, people that work in our industry. And it, it's just h HM kind of doing its, its little piece of that.
0: Uh, And I would imagine you guys have good relationships with some of the colleges, too, like Farmingdale State, maybe Nassau, the BOCES, uh, because, you know, the tech and everything else, learning development, I'm sure partners uh, regarding some of the technological areas of these schools and getting people ready for the company, I would imagine relationships are pretty good in that area.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great point, Jack. The, 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 the fact that the, the academic institutions are very open-minded to those relationships and allowing us to provide some insight from our point of view about you know, what could make a, uh, a graduate that is most ready to jump in and, and really contribute here to uh, find their pathway here get them exposed to a bunch of different aspects of what it's like to work in an architectural engineering company like ours and it could be any discipline they are in it doesn't need to be it, it could be if they're a marketing person or accounting person or an HR person you know our company needs professionals um, you know from all aspects of running a business and you know we we believe that our uh, our time commitment to the universities um, really helps support the uh, continued growth and longevity
0: of the company. So, and I understand you also had one of these open houses. Uh, I know the, the New York City open house, which was uh, about a week ago, maybe not even a week ago, uh, very well attended as far as everything, right? There are a lot of people that show a lot of interest in this stuff.
1: Yeah, it was a great event. Um, it's, uh, you know, our, our our space, so when we're in the city, uh, our, our, coincidentally, our lease was up When the pandemic hit, so we didn't renew So everybody who was in the city Kind of scattered to other offices Or were working remotely And it took us a couple of years To get ourselves back in there But it also gave us time to Really develop a strong strategy To hopefully uh, Adapt ourselves In, in what a, a remote work Hybrid work environment like So we've got Lots of plug and play spaces We have a an app that all the staff utilizes where they can reserve their workspaces uh, every day, every week. If somebody's visiting the New York City office, they go onto the app and they can reserve their space so that we all know who's going to be in the office on a given day. Um, the excitement is, is through the roof. I, I, I have to say, you know, for not such a big space, we had over 100 people uh, attend, you know, h 2 and clients and, uh, community leaders, business leaders, all came to help celebrate our open house. Um, I think the space is awesome. I, I we're growing a lot in, in New York City, which is the goal—to uh, be able to really outfit the space with as many people as possible. And you know, that's how you can run a successful business by really optimizing your space, especially in New York City. Um, so I, yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that one up because I was I, I was so impressed with. Uh, just the whole event
0: and, and and the energy that was there, was it was really great. Fantastic stuff. More to do with my good friend, Mr. Richard Heumann. Of course, what a job leading the way as far as H2M architects and engineers now in their 90th year. Think about that. Nine decades of professional uh, activity in such an important field here on Long Island. Ladies and gentlemen, now and there in their a ninetieth uh, year of operation, and we're talking about a full service consulting design firm. A uh, lot of expertise now five hundred uh, or so of architects, engineers, planners, designers, inspectors, surveys, scientists all make all part of the great makeup of H. Uh, one by the way, ten office locations now. Richard, ten office
1: locations.
0: Okay, you got it. Unbelievable. That's fantastic stuff. Let's go over some of the projects in and around. Um, you know, listen, the UBS and everything else is going strong as far as the building and surrounding area, not the team so much. That's a whole other story. Um, but it's good to see that area, uh, the way it has developed over the last couple of years, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, it, it, you know, you, you and I, we were talking when, when it first opened up in Traffic was tough, and, and the impact on the, the local communities, and neighborhoods, uh, because it's a significant change, clearly. But um, you know, we, we we always had the sense that every, everything finds its lane. You, you get into a groove, and I, I think you know, access in the arena, getting in, getting out, is uh, improving, and, and people are utilizing uh, LIRR now uh, that they've got uh, that you know that stop at uh, Elmont. I think that's great um, so yeah and there's 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 more to come. I mean there's more development's going to be happening in the area and um, you know i I completely recognize when you think about all the the redevelopments happening in, in places across the island um, cha- you know change is is um, uh, not easy uh, and it not always benefits everybody. Um, it typically benefits most but not all and um, making sure that you have approaches to mitigate any negative impact of change is is critical and um, I know we've talked in the past I think that the the developers here on the island have evolved in such a positive way where they they recognize the need to have to engage communities early on Uh, and and even though it's difficult uh, the perspectives of the community and the developers, um, you know, that that's the way you're going to be able to achieve some success in some of these major redevelopment projects.
0: It's never easy, and I say that because now they're thinking about a casino near the the Nassau Coliseum. All you have to do is look, uh, you know, points east to, to Jake's uh, uh, casino, Jake's 58 over there in Atlantia. I mean, that's been a success story, and, you know, they're going to add more terminals and everything else. Uh, but now you have a situation where you have the Coliseum and development and around, you know, the the Nassau hub, as it's called, and you know, retail restaurants and everything going into play. But now Sands is looking at a casino. There, I mean, how viable is that? Well,
1: it's viable. Clearly, I mean, the the state, um, you know, the state is going to be issuing its its you know three downstate casino licenses and. Um, you know that one is is clearly an opportunity. Um, otherwise, I don't think the the sands would would come in here and pursue it if they didn't think it was viable for them. Um, so it, it'll I mean it'll it'll be interesting, but it, it's obviously something that's going to be of of a a, a big scale. Um, you know, when I, I read about it, I think the casino is is maybe ten percent of what the overall development would be. So it is going to be a new destination spot. And I would say in general, it's funny talking to, uh, you know, one of my friends who's also a giant fan, we were commiserating, uh, you know, yesterday morning, just about the game. And we were talking about New York needs to do a better job of having destination locations where you have entertainment and, you know, you go to a jet giant game, you know, there's nothing to do besides you know drive there or take the train and then leave. You know, tailgating's great, but there's no environment there. Uh, you know, City Field doesn't have environment. Yankee Stadium, yeah, it, it clearly has environment, but um, you know, most places don't. The Coliseum never did, uh, and and you can't, especially with the with the UBS Arena now becoming the kind of the thriving place. Uh, the NASA hub has to. Redefine itself. There's no way it, it it could survive, you know, being what it is and and not recognizing um, the need to have to have something transformative there. So, um, you know, I don't know what goes into all the planning for for something like that, but you know, one way or another, uh, New York State's committed to it. Uh, so, if there, if it's an opportunity, and and you know, we all know that. The NASA hub has just been, uh, going nowhere for a long time. Uh, so if, if nothing else, it, it's a plan. Uh, and you know, at the end it'll be the, the developer and the County and, and the town working together and collaboratively to come up with the the, 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 right project. Um, but yeah, clearly, clearly viable. And look, would be exciting. I mean, you mentioned Jake's 58, Jake's 58th expanding. Um, uh, and you know it, it has been a, a as you said, a, a positive success story, so handled the right way, these things can be hugely successful
0: and, and listen, I remember in the embryonic stage, even prior to that, as far as Ilandia, people were against it, you know saying it would drive crime, addiction, gambling, and everything else. but you're right uh, that has been a success story and that Nassau area needs a little bit of electricity. It needs some juice. It really does. And listen, you can do it in a way where, you know, it is it is what it is. I mean, let's face it. We're not immune to any of this stuff. You go anywhere and get it done and whatnot. I mean, that would really, to me, serve as a catapult for that area. Because you're right, Rich. I mean, that area, I mean, we've talked about this for years. You know, it's just, it's dead. You know, there's there's just no... There's, there's there's no electricity of discussion anymore regarding that. So you know what? Sands coming in and saying, "Hey, let's lighten it up a little bit." You know, as far as getting it going here, uh, I think it's well needed in that area. Really, though.
1: Yeah, you know, it, It's uh, it, it's interesting because uh, I've I've been given a lot of thought to to what that could be when I first started reading it, and uh, the you know, the criticisms are 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 obvious, but. As a society, we've got to continue to learn and get better and grow. So you can't, you know, if if you compare the potential at at the NASA hub to other places where, you know, perhaps gambling, uh, you know, had a a longer-term negative effect on a community, well, then study that, understand it, and, uh, you know, as as you said, we're not immune to these things. They're, They're a part of our lives. So, you know, what do we need to do in order to, um, provide the greatest sense of, of um, optimism for a major development like this, and uh, and and be prepared. And you know, there's no reason why smart people can you know talk through what some past challenges have been and address them in a way that mitigates that to the best extent you can. Um, and uh, that's what I hope for for this. Is that it's a great opportunity for us. It it it's been going nowhere for so long and you know let's be smart about you know how developments like this have worked or not worked in other places and and utilize some best approaches
0: rich human with us the fine president ceo h2m architects and uh, engineers ladies and gentlemen main office out melville and of course their 90th year incredible in operation that brings us a little bit to the east and you know, first off, the airport is just sensational. Breeze is doing a great job. The new airline come in. Uh and more destinations now uh, in play as far as Florida and everything else is concerned. Uh late spring, Rich. But really, uh, the airport uh is is serving a, a major purpose. Uh and really the, the overall message, you know, you don't need to go to LaGuardia all the time or Kennedy. You know, you could take a flight out of out of uh, MacArthur now and get to anywhere, but there's some great stuff happening with his airport.
1: Yeah, I mean, this this is kind of it. You know, I, I think that um, this is the time. Uh, you've got, again, all the stakeholders lined up. Uh, you know, local governments and local elected officials are lined up. The state's lined up. Funding is coming in. You know, developers are coming in. They're willing to invest and if you don't recognize the, the huge potential of um, you know, the, the, the expansion the, the, the new look and, and moving the terminal and better connecting our, our, our approaches to, to transportation this is literally it and you know, the, the, the challenge as usual is just making sure that everybody's aligned and we're moving forward you know this can't be Another opportunity that ends up going by the wayside because uh, you know people can't collaborate in a way that allows uh, you know a critical project like this to move forward. You know the the, the the connection to Midway is huge, and and what they're looking to do to balance the you know the residential, the retail, you know some of the life sciences, the convention center. I'm, I I completely agree uh, that you know our region needs that. We should have that. Uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities for us. So I'm i'm all in with you <laughs> and i think the airport is is the kind of gem piece of that where con- committing to the investment that that you know been planned right now is, is going to be vital
0: uh no doubt that brings us into the you know the wrong hub and whatnot in and around the airport the Railroad station tying a lot of things uh, in and around. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion, you know, like Nassau and everything else with the hub. What's the latest here as far as Ron Conkum is concerned?
1: You know, they're they're, they're moving um, exactly how they should be moving. They, um, you know, my I, I think they they just recently rebranded it uh, uh, Station Yards, and uh, I, think that that's cool. <laughs> I, I, I think that's cool. I think that's cool, and. The you know the, the consideration of making sure that the the kind of central element of um, you know creating a sense of community is, is is such an important piece of it to me. If you if you let's say just develop the the south side of the track uh, and and you didn't create a life uh, you know in and around Ronkonkoma, uh, I don't think it's going to be as sustainable as it's now going to be with um, the ability for people to, to live there. And, you know, right now they're, they're working on their, their phase 2B and they're going to be kicking off the design of their, their, I think 2A, kicking off the design of their phase 2B. Um, so residential, retail, a lot of workers in the community is being planned right now. Um, so there's still a long way to go. Uh, but, um, uh, very promising, and, and and I think moving really well. I, I think the developers and their team are uh, doing a really nice job of of moving it forward and being nimble where they need to, um, and and always accommodating and making sure that um, uh, you know whenever they can make the the most positive step forward, there they're doing that. I think that's a really good thing for us.
0: Question: uh, Rich Human with us a uh, couple of minutes uh, regarding h uh, 2 Architects and Engineers. You know, the governor, uh, Rich, with her State of the State, talked a lot about affordable housing. It set off, uh, you know, a lot of alarms with a lot of people. Uh, stating, you know why you are got to be careful with everything going about here, uh, with her initiative of really kind of developing uh, stuff, especially near the railroad stations and whatnot. She's going to concentrate a lot as far as uh, our area. Westchester County as well, but you know, a lot of people have a little concern regarding, hey, wait a minute now. Uh we are in the business of helping a lot of people. Uh we go ahead with this plan, it could set us back somewhat. We gotta be careful. Yes, you definitely need affordable housing, but I think also you gotta be careful as far as the, the areas are concerned, especially suburban life and whatnot. Uh and a lot of uh a lot of questions right now. Uh, are there concerns on your end too? Um, yeah, you
1: know, I, I think that uh, that the state really needs to uh, hopefully present an approach that you know, recognizes, like like anything else, when when there's when there's a market, uh, people come in and people invest in 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 a market and invest in things that um, can be good for the community, uh, need to be positive for their business That's how it works. Um, so, you know, the, the state could develop, let's say, uh, a program where there, there are incentives that are provided for, you know, either, you know, builders or, or renters so that it, it's not, um, it's not just any, any relevant statement to affordable housing needs to be resolved. Um, so, you know, you could still have, um, you know, very, uh, you know, quality living facilities and complexes that are that are developed in, in in communities and and have them at a rate that is is more affordable for people and can accommodate you know uh, a larger part of the demographic where maybe they're, they're priced out of certain communities. You can, to me, you can do all of that, uh, but it, it needs to be approach the right way from from you know the state down to local government uh, and and I think you know creating a, a proper incentive program is, is is the most effective way to go I don't know if that's how it's going to be developed or if it's going to be a mandate typically mandates don't fly at least fly well um, so we'll we'll see how it goes um, but but to me that would be a, a positive approach from the state if, if they considered something like that
0: Listen, uh, No question about it. And, of course, you know, there are plenty uh, of restrictions regarding zoning rules, and I think that has really worsened the shortage as far as housing is concerned. Uh, but, uh, nonetheless, it's a very uh, interesting debate. Rich Human, with us. So uh, talk to me about HIA. Uh, how are we progressing? Uh, how are we looking as far as this year is concerned, the, the fine... Uh, hug Industrial Agency, vital as we have spoken about you and I so many times. You know here HIA West Coast, as far as how they go about their business, uh, economic engines uh, are are vital. Uh, so give me an update as far as where everything stands, where we are here.
1: Yeah, yeah. great great stuff. We we uh, we just had our annual meeting and and legislative Brexit and and we had um, a number of the town supervisors were there uh, you know state representation was there uh, our, our new congressman from Smithtown Nicoletta was there uh, you know discussing you know really you know not only all aspects of the Innovation Park and and the opportunities there but uh, you know really what's happening you know region state federal level um, and it was great. It was a great event, a lot of energy. Uh, you know, we, we've we got a number of great initiatives in place, and it's, you know, continuing with sewer expansion, continuing with, uh, you know, figuring out how to best leverage a lot of the great work that Town of Smithtown has done to create, you know, overlay districts that allow for mixed use in, in the park, uh, working with developers to, you know, help them navigate, uh, some of the things that they need to do in order to create some redevelopment opportunities um, Continuing to partner you know where we as you know, we talked about the airport a little bit earlier uh, you know working hard to Help as much as we can Move forward a lot of the opportunities that are happening with the airport in Midway and our customer hub um, so and, and things that we've been talking about going into this year is is you know, launching a um, a, a, wor- a really robust kind of workforce development program where uh, you know we believe that there's a, a void between you know businesses that need people, people that need jobs, and universities that need to place people, and we believe that uh, you know HIA has uh, an opportunity to put itself in a great spot to improve connections um, so that we could really optimize opportunities for people for businesses and for the and for the, the universities and institutions here on Long Island uh, so with an optimistic 2023 we have a new uh, chairperson coming in Carol Allen is, is, is our new chairperson now and uh, I get to pass the torch to Carol she's going to be great. Uh, So I'm looking forward to, you know, working with some new leadership at HIA. And, you know, you know Terry. Terry's awesome. So uh, a lot of good stuff happening there. And and, uh, I'm sure you're going to hear a boatload out of um, Terry and and her team in terms of of what the organization is going to be involved in this year.
0: Fantastic stuff. Uh, And I'll tell you, you guys always do a great job and uh, businesses. uh, You know, we we talk about an exodus, but, you know, quite frankly – It won't take much to kind of turn it around. I mean, there are still some viable companies that are looking to come here, right? I mean, especially Long Island to grow the business.
1: Long Island, you know, differently than New York State, obviously. And, uh, you know, a a lot of the New York State exodus, uh, you know, from the city, from other places, uh, I think have as much, there have clearly been businesses that have left. And they can because they uh, are, are in a much uh, better position to you know work from a remote location or you know be be very uh, mobile. And but other other businesses do want to be here. Um, you know the 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 academic institutions are, are great. Um, the research institutions are great. You know what we have happening at Brookhaven National Lab and and. Brookhaven National Lab is going to transform our country in in in, in the research and development work that they're doing, and Cold Harbor Labs the same way. Uh, you know, our, our our healthcare is 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 is, is top notch healthcare anywhere in the country, uh, and you've got people that are really looking to attract businesses to Long Island and and doing you know what we can to. You know, try to mitigate some of the obstacles that, that typically get in the way of bringing businesses here. So I, again, I feel as though there's, there's so much, um, tailwind associated with growth and development and bringing businesses here. And, and I think the innovation park needs to be a centerpiece of that. But I think the island in, in general, uh, needs to continue to keep its eye on the ball and, um, and, you know, bring the businesses and bring the high paying jobs here to Long Island.
0: A couple of minutes remain and listen it would be remiss of this hour to go by without and for those that don't know h2m and rich they do some of the greatest charity work now they don't just do it for a certain period of time they do it year round you know we talk about uh, toy donations year round food donations year round and the most notable is really the habit of humanity building homes um, talk to me a little bit about some of those programs, my friend. But, you know, you guys continue to kind of lead the field.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that one, Jay. That, that's clearly grown into a, a fundamental pillar here, and, and the employees love it. Um, you know, so you, you, there's so many benefits. Not only do we get to help charities and communities, employees are super engaged. It's, it, it's great for, for solidifying a sense of team here and uh, letting our staff know that it, it, it's more than just running the business. It's making sure that we meet our obligations to support where we can. Uh, we just, at, at the end of last month, had uh, you know, four charities come in. We at our Just as an example, at our holiday party, we, we have a lot of people donate, and, and we have a, a raffle program, and uh, we tell our staff, You know, buy lots of tickets, and as much money as as you donate, the company will match. Uh, So the employees bought $10,000 of tickets. The company matches, so we were able to give out $20,000 the week before Christmas and New Year's to four deserving charities. Uh, It was great having the executive directors come in and, and, you know, hand them each a $5,000 check when they had no idea it was coming was um, rewarding. Uh, to say the least, and and we have our, our staff as part of that with us. So, uh, you know, whether it is things like habitat, where you know we commit, uh, you know, dollars and time, and we'll do multiple builds in 2023. Uh, you know, your friend Joyce is on the board now at Habitat. I didn't know if you knew that, but she is. Uh, so I'm I'm excited for her. Uh, she's so engaged in that organization, and and. We've got a cycle for survival coming up to support Memorial Sloan Kettering. Um, We've got our our Special Olympics Polar Plunge. at H2M always gets a lot of people out, and I'll say at our New York City open house, Jay, you know, you put a couple glasses of wine at people, they start volunteering for stuff. So I've got all their names written down, so if they're listening right now, it wasn't, you know, hang out and I'm going to do it now, I'm not going to do it. You're going to go. So in March we'll be uh, jumping into the freezing cold water to support Special Olympics. So yeah, you know it, it. It's it's such a great thing. It's uh, you know more and more companies do it. Um, I, I there's no place to, to, to stop doing that. Uh, and I think as you grow, you need to continue to support charities even more. And um, I'm just I'm glad that we could do our part in that.
0: Well, you do a great job. No one better, folks. It really isn't. Uh, as far as really giving back as uh, Rich and the company have, and they do it year-round. It's not just, you know, during the holiday season and everything else. They do it year-round, and that's why you hear about these toy drives and all the food drives and everything else, Uh, and so well-needed now because of, you know, the post-pandemic stuff and the struggles from an economic uh, standpoint. Uh, So well done, my friend, as always. Before we let you go, because we will talk to you after. Uh, the Super Bowl on February the twelfth. Uh, who do you like this coming weekend? Your Final Four set. And who do you like in the big game? Uh,
1: I'm I'm thinking San Francisco and Buffalo. That's What I'm
0: hoping for. Not Buffalo. You, you you Cincinnati or Casey. Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati. And, yeah. I like uh, the Bills too, but yeah. they they kind of you know what the bed. Uh, but yeah. in essence. Um, yeah so you like since you said Or k c i like and and san francisco how about you i i like the forty ers take the whole thing I, yeah. I think they're stacked they really are they look great i think they'll they'll take care of business i like uh i like Joe cool there with the bengals man i'll tell you <laughs> i i like that cigari lights up too you see he's such a I mean, what a pro that guy is at 25 years old! My goodness, um, yeah. how would you like? How would you like that guy leading your Giants and my Jets? <laughs> I mean, excuse me, your uh, your Jets and my Giants! My goodness.